Where faith, culture, and news collides interviews, panel discussions, debates, and good old funny conversations. The Naomi Aislinn Show. Yes, I'm super excited. This is our first episode of the Naomi Aislinn Podcast. Uh, it's been a, a long time coming. Uh, I'm just super excited. I'm excited about my guests. I'm excited about what the future holds. I'm excited about the future guests. I'm just excited. <laughs> so, yeah, so just to guys give you a quick background of uh, why did I decide to do the podcast. Um, some of you guys already know that... Um, I already had a vlog online uh, through Facebook and YouTube, but through YouTube. Um, and I love to speak. I had the opportunity to speak to different uh, different venues, to different events. And you could say that I have kind of the gift of gab. <laughs> I love to talk. I love to ask people questions. So podcasts for me was just like a no-brainer. Right. I have. And also, I know so many other people who are doing so many great things in our city and also um, outside of our city that for me, the podcast would be a great tool to interview people who are doing something in our city and impacting on their sphere of expertise. Uh, so for us, for me, like the podcast was just just a no-brainer. Um, also, the podcast uh, is here as well. Uh, the, the theme of our podcast is about faith, news, and culture. Um, and also, when I say faith, um, we in our culture right now, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. There's a lot of influence and stuff like that. But sometimes we don't know, as people of faith, the people who are Christians, that what should we think about what's going on in our culture and what should we think um, what's going on in the news. So basically, what's our Christian um, worldview kind of thing, right? So the, the podcast is about that, and as well, interviews. We're going to have interviews, panel discussions about... Um, I like to say that the podcast will talk about what church doesn't want to talk about, right? So we're going to have panel discussions, we're going to have debates, uh, and we're going to... But all in good funny conversation everybody knows everybody who knows me they know that i like to laugh i'm not a super serious person sometimes <laughs> so i you know what i want it to be light you know sometimes we people in the church or even people outside of the church may have questions about uh you know how they should think about a certain subject, but they're not really comfortable talking to their pastor or really not comfortable talking to other people. That's what we're gonna be talking about, right? We wanna talk uh, with people who've, who've uh, had amazing journeys that they may not feel comfortable sharing in a church setting, so the podcast is exactly this for you. Um, so we're, I'm super excited. We have two amazing guests today. Like I've, seriously, like, for the first podcast, I'm very proud of our guests. I'm very proud to have these women who are literally impacting our city. They're really changing uh, our, our city through their work and through their business. And, uh, I, and the thing is, not only that, they inspire me. Sometimes you have to, um, everybody who knows uh, Sabine Danielle, we're going to uh, <laughs> interview her later, but she always says black girl magic. And it's exactly it. You know, it's, you know, meeting other women who are just doing amazing work, who even in spite of their insecurities, they're still doing what they need to do. You know, like nobody here is perfect. Nobody here is um 
you know, super successful. We're all kind of going through our journey. But while we're doing it, we're doing it with uh, our faith. We're doing it with excellence. And we're doing it with purpose, right? So just to give you guys a kind of quick background, just like a family background or where I'm from. I'm originally from Montreal. I was born and raised in Montreal. Came here in ninth, came in Ottawa in 1999. And uh, for and if, <laughs> it's funny because everybody who's from Montreal who came to Ottawa, the first couple of years was horrible. <laughs> because it's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> and you know, like 1999, right? And 1999, like Ottawa was not developed like it is right now, you know? Like it was dry. <laughs> It was so dry. So, like, my first year here was, like, it was just horrible. And it, just a funny, uh, like, anecdote. Like, when you're um, in Quebec, um, when you're in secondaire, secondaire, secondaire deux, you're already in high school. So I was in secondaire 2 in, uh, in Montreal, you know, chilling with my friends, being super cool. And then I come to Ottawa, and I'm in eighth grade in elementary school. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I was with grown people and now I'm with kids. Bring me back to Montreal. <laughs> so it was really hard the first year. <laughs> the first year for me. But you know what? I'm so glad that I am in I, I I I had to learn to love this city, and now like you cannot tell me to to leave this city. Like I'm in love with Ottawa. Now I live in Gatineau, and I'm in love with Ottawa Gatineau region. I love the people of Ottawa and Gatineau. I think we have so much potential to do so much amazing world, amazing things, and amazing work around our not only our city and not only just our region and our province, but as well as the nation. I think Ottawa, we have a lot of talented um, and wonderful people. And sometimes we look at the big cities like Vancouver, Toronto, and Montreal, thinking that's where you know the mecca of things is. But like Ottawa, we have excellent people. Uh, sometimes we think about Ottawa just a government city, but we have people in entertainment and music and um, in the media that are doing amazing, amazing things. So yeah, I'm super excited. So yeah, so I'm from Montreal and I married uh, this in 2018. I'm going to be married 10 years. Hey! <laughs> it's gonna be married ten years. I have three wonderful sons. I have a seven-year-old, a three-year-old, and a twenty-three-month-old. So yes, so I'm busy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm busy. But you know, um, for some people who don't know, I have um, uh, two children out of uh, out of. Three, I have two children who've been diagnosed with sickle cell disease. And um, this is a, a journey that we're going through as a family. And I, I'm smiling where, you know, a lot of people think I should be like super like sad and doomed, but I'm smiling because every time that they might be going through something, God proves himself again and again that he's wonderful, that he's a healer and that he's a keeper. So for other people, this might be something like example like when I say to people that my kids um, have sickle cell they look at me like oh my gosh but for me it's like it doesn't stop me from being who I am it doesn't stop my children to being wonderful kids and having an awesome husband and I think it just draws me closer to 
to God. It draws me closer in my relationship with God. So this is uh, throughout the podcast. Uh, if you continue listening, I'll share more about our journey when it comes to sickle cell. And as well, I want to make sure that uh, uh, this platform is, a, is going to be a platform where I can educate people about the disease. Um, even myself, like when we were diagnosed with sickle cell, I didn't really know the extent of that disease. And I think a lot of people may not know. Um, so it's going to be as well, the podcast is going to be as well a, a platform for me to kind of explain to you guys our journey and all the little miracles that God is doing in our lives and also uh, a place where I could kind of educate about the disease and maybe give pointers to those who might be going through that might not know what to do. So yeah, in a nutshell, that's me. Um, somebody asked me today, do you have like uh, a degree in communication? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just love to talk. <laughs> I love to talk. I love to be around people. Um, I just love I just love people and I think that's it. I think once you love people, everything else becomes easier. And I love people and I love hearing other people's stories. I love to hear other people's testimony and their journey and how they're making it and how they're being, you know, excellent in that field, right? So I'm excited and I hope you guys will tune in. Uh, so you can find the uh, Naomi podcast at uh, on Sound, uh, SoundCloud and as well on iTunes. This is our first episode, so it should be on. But those who are going to be listening listening through SoundCloud and iTunes. This is weird. Through SoundCloud and iTunes, you guys already picked it up somewhere. Like you guys went on SoundCloud and iTunes before our, just those who are on Facebook Live right now who are um, not sure where they were able to go and find the podcast. You can find it on SoundCloud and iTunes. So if you want more information, you could go to NaomiAceland.com. Uh, let me spell it for you. N-A-H-O-M-I-E. A-C-E-L-I-N dot com. <laughs> Good luck. So, <laughs> so, okay, so we're going to have our first guest. So, just a quick um, introduction. So, my first guest is Janan uh, Namanovich. I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> She's going to correct me later. Uh, but uh, Janan is the CEO of the Holy Voice uh, Coffee and Bookstore and Gifts. Uh, the mission of the Holy of Holy Voice is to provide a second home for all our customers. So basically customers coming in here. Uh, it's a Christian, dynamic, and multicultural place where everyone can communicate and shop uh, in a peaceful atmosphere. So help me welcome Janan. Awesome, awesome. So, podcast one on one, speak in the microphone. It's checking. One, two, <laughs> one, two. One, two. <laughs> so, awesome, awesome. So, welcome to the Naomi podcast. Um, thank you for accepting our invitation. Um, I met you a few months ago. Uh, I had the op opportunity and the privilege to host an event here. And you guys were just amazing. You guys were um, amazing when it came. Like, I did ask for a lot. <laughs> I asked <laughs> for basically a buffet. But, uh, <laughs> but everything was done with uh, professionalism. And uh, just you, you guys really took care of us. So I want to, first of all, say thank you. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think we have a partnership going on here. I had the privilege to... 
be here for uh, multiple events the past couple of months and it's just been an amazing place i just love seriously i love holy voice oh, like i like God. the I, lo- <laughs> I love the i love the atmosphere i love the fact that basically it's inspiring coming here you know whatever you might be going through you could find literally everything that you need to make that switch to yeah. turn it around right from like from a book uh, to inspirational quotes, you could leave with something. I went to an event a few weeks ago, and I left with a, and <laughs> with a cap, <laughs> with a baseball yes, cap, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm telling you, if you want, um, I just encourage you, everybody who's listening, to come to 1109 Surville Road at Holy Voice uh, Coffee and Bookstore in GIF. So. Yes. Let's get to it. Yeah, <laughs> let's get to it. So, um, our first question would be: uh, Introduce yourself. Give us your background, uh, where you're from, and then we'll dive in into more um, your process and your testimony. Yes, definitely. Um, for the one, the people that are here for the first time, welcome to Holy Voice. Um, as Naomi said, it's a. I say it's your second Christian home. Can feel free, um, you know, listen to music, eat, have fellowship, pray, meditate, buy some gifts, and, uh, you know, just feel at home. So that's what we want. Every time someone walks in through the doors, we're like, we want you to feel at home. And when you leave, you leave with peace and relax. So um, now let me introduce my name. Yes, it's Janat Najmanovic. Oh, Najmanovic. <laughs> Najmanovic. I, 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 I was close. <laughs> no, uh, I know you were close. <laughs> you were pretty close. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, yes, I was born in Haiti, um, and I came to Canada when I was five years old in 1999. Yes, um, we came to Alta Vista. Everybody knows Alta Vista. And um, I know, right? Everybody knows Alta Vista. Um, I went from Alta Vista to Vanier to Vanier to Orleans and, you know, moved here and there and all. Um, I was born, well, basically, I was born in a Christian home you know my parents um they they serve god all their lives um you know as soon as i was little it was bible study like i didn't even know one word and it's like jesus (laughs) (laughs) so i was born in a christian home but that does it's still we're gonna go through it but it still doesn't mean anything you know because you can be born in a christian home and you still don't have a relationship with god you know so um yeah yeah and now i studied in university i studied in two university um i studied and St. Paul University and um, University of Ottawa, Ottawa U. So I studied in St. Paul for theology. Um, I have a passion to learn more about God. Um, Is I, that your first university? You went to St. Paul first I or actually, Ottawa U first? I actually did both together. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. like a double major. Okay. Yes. Um, I did a double major. So I um, I studied in theology because I wanted to know more about God. And the other, the other subject didn't really interest me. Like, I love communication, but I was like, Ah, not my thing and um, yeah so and then in university I studied in Ottawa U I studied counseling so I wanted my goal was to be a Christian counselor so that's why I took both to complement both um, yeah and yeah and then after um, after I graduated from university I got married met my husband and we got married no kids yet well, God is in control. So. <laughs> <laughs> no kids yet. We're just living la vida loca. <laughs> <laughs> 
literally. So exactly, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, yeah. So um, yeah, and then now I work full time. I was working at the government um as um a counselor. Well, basically being paid by the government, but not working in the office of government. They would change me from station to station, um, to counsel and help um, um, rebel teens that were going through you know tough time or that were taking away from their parents. I had to counsel them and um, you know find their you know help them to find a home and shelter them etc and then um although i loved that job it was great the pay was excellent like wow <laughs> bonuses everywhere and eight percent this eight percent that that was great um however somewhere along the way it just wasn't my passion after like i i was working and i found myself that i was mostly working for the money not really for my heart, you know? So, um, yeah, so I got up and um, we'll go more into <laughs> it with questions. And yes, yeah, but first <laughs> I want to ask you, first of all, I, I know we they say never to ask a woman that, but how old are you? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling okay. you, we don't, we ask a question other people don't want to ask. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm 25. Okay. Yes, I'm You're 25. You're 25? Yes, yes, I'm 25. Okay, let's just yes. pause. <laughs> You're 25. Yes, that is amazing. That yes. is amazing. This is so encouraging. 25, but married, <laughs> have your own business. Yes. Oh, I hope it inspires people right now because it's inspiring me for sure. That's awesome. So let's get into uh, Holy Voice. How did it get started? With the, the, where did the vision come from? Uh, knowing that, okay, you were at the government, you know, you, like you just said, uh, you were kind of working just for the money. You not necessarily were uh, passionate about what you uh, what you do because a lot of people are not passionate about their work but that doesn't mean that they want to start a business true right they true. still decide to i'm not passionate i'm just going to look for another job yeah or mm -hmm. i'm not passionate you know i'm just going to continue staying at the job and just like hopefully you know the wave it's of true. not being passionate mm -hmm. is going to go away but why why did you decide to open a business other people your age would just say you know what it's the government oh my gosh i'm in the government yes. i'm not going nowhere <laughs> yes. i'm 25 yes. you know like yes. i'm set for life 25 years and then they give me a gold watch and i'm yeah, all no, good I'm right, good, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know yes, why yeah. would you just leave <laughs> yes you know that comfort zone of the government to start your own business where you know a lot of people know that you know starting a business is challenging you know knowing that this is what you wanted to do. Why did you decide to do that? Why did you decide to do the switch? Yes. Well, before I get into the story, um, it takes boldness and a lot of courage to take the step, you know, to leave everything behind because it's not just the government that I left, it's it's my financials, you know? Like, I, I, I'm not sure what's gonna happen, you know? It's like, yes, my husband worked, but when there's two people working, then you, you, you can provide more, you know? So this time, it's him that has to take everything over. So there was all this going on. So um, it takes a lot of boldness, a lot of trust in yourself and God and, um, and the people around you because still, there's people around you that believe in your vision and you just have to, you know, just, you know, target. Perfectly, but but I have but, a question because, yes. I, like, example, I yes. have a Haitian mother. Yes. So if I, <laughs> so if I said to my knowing that like, uh, like maybe I was 25 or even right now, I would decide like, mom, you know, I'm going to leave my government job and I'm going to basically not eat and not have a salary for a couple of months. 
ça va faire petit retourner yes. au travail mm-hmm. you know what I mean? mm-hmm. like you know how you know how our Haitians, Haitian yes. parents are or even our community or maybe caribbean community or whoever community you're from you know like how did they receive uh the fact that you decided to leave that comfort zone yes well i didn't have issues with my mom right i had issues she... with my father oh, because i'm the only daughter so definitely already i already left the house i'm married so for him it's like oh my goodness my baby left the house <laughs> you know and now she wants to open a business what's wrong with this child <laughs> you know um but with my mom i didn't have any problem with her because she was the one that got the vision first so that's why it was easy you know can you explain um, that yes i'm yes i'm going to go in that okay how holy voice started like i said i wasn't passionate about my job um at all and i remember i called my mom and i you know the job that i had it was like I left another one before. So it was just going from job to job. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Although I had a diploma, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. So I left I called my mom and I told her I'm like, "Mom, I'm I'm not feeling this job." And she was just, you know, Haitian mom like, "Oh, bah, you know, like you have to find something, you know?" And I'm just like, "Mom, I just I just can't. I, I'm not passionate about this." And then she was just like, "Okay, you know what? Stay." stay and see what happens in the meantime I'll pray I'll pray for you and I'll pray to see where God wants us to be and I said okay so she prayed she prayed she prayed nothing happened just kept on working and then one day she just called me in the office like no joke like real real <laughs> she called me in the office and she said hey I got a vision and I'm like yeah you know what's up mom and she's like um I saw like a coffee shop like just a coffee shop and I see like people coming in and having fellowship talking eating and buying bibles worshiping together what do you think about that at that time I was just like uh Mom, I had another idea. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't want to have a coffee shop. I I thought she was going to say something more like extravagant, you know? And I was like, "Okay, that's a weird idea, but okay, thanks. You know, thanks for the idea. I'll think about it and everything." And then the more I was in the job, the more I wasn't liking it. And what happens that my boss started seeing it. You know, you know when you don't like a job, you don't put your 100% in the work, you know? Um you know you come later it's just the passion's not here so your body doesn't right. you know so that's what happened and my my boss started seeing it and you know there was a lot of discussion like what's wrong do you want us to switch position but it wasn't that you know so one day i just went in my office and i said you know what god you know i've been from job to job i'm tired of it because I have to find something that I love that I'm going to put my 100% in and I basically give God an ultimatum. Like I know it's not something to do, but sometimes it's just like, oh, come on. You know, like I just want to do something that makes me happy, you know? So I was just like, you know, God, like it sounds crazy, but I told Naomi that I'm going to be completely transparent tonight and say things that my mom didn't know or nobody knows. And I was just like, you know what, God, like if there's nothing for me out there i just rather die you know and it's it's extreme but i just it, i had to kind of push him, push him a little bit to be like hello you know and i'm like i just rather die so if if they fire me then it's done like if they fire me it's done you know if this is not working then it's done for me there's no purpose for me So that happened and then a week passed nothing happened and I went to sleep. I went to my mom's house and I just slept on her couch and while I was sleeping all I got guys is just a vision of a coffee shop. All I saw is people I saw like a guy 
playing guitar at the door. He was playing guitar, and I came in, and you see people are like, you know, serving each other food is flying, and like food guys. Yeah. I was like, do <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> They're like food, and you know, people talking, laughing, babies, children running everywhere, and and I saw my mom in the vision, and when she came in the vision, it was more like. You know, like, don't forget you put this in the cash. Don't, you know, it was really busy, you know? And I saw everything. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, good. And then um, when I woke up, I went to my mom. And I'm like, mom, I just got a vision. And she's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I told you, God will speak. And then she asked me what was the vision. So I told her, and it was exactly the same vision. It was at a point that we were ending each other's sentences. Like, she was like, you saw the guy with the guitar? And I'm like, yeah, he was like, Oh, wow. <laughs> and she was like, I told you, you know. So immediately when I got the vision, it was in April 2016. I don't remember exactly the date, but April 2016. As soon as I got the vision, there, it was just, it just made me so happy. Like, I was just like, yes, I want that, you know. So what I did, I immediately applied. Go. Like, I applied for... Um, a business number? A business number, um, permits, you know, went for um, mentorship to know how to start a business because I have no background. My mom neither. You know, we look at our saving contact banks, you know, to see how, many, how much money we have in our savings that we can use anything. And, um, yeah, but in the same time, while we were doing that, I was just like, well, God... Thanks for the vision, but we don't have a place and we don't have experience like architecture and, you know, architect and, you know, decoration. So how do we how do we start? And funny enough, a lady at church that we we talk, but we don't really talk. You know, that lady that you see and you're like happy. You know? <laughs> God bless you. And you just walk. And that lady, she came to me and she's just like. Um, how are you? And I'm like, good, good, good. And I told her, you know, felt like sharing with her my vision, you know, and I'm like, eh. and she's like, did you know I'm an um, uh, interior designer? And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. She's like, yeah, here's my portfolio. And I look, it was beautiful. So I'm like, do you mind helping me? And she's like, yeah, I'll do it. No problem. No problem. She just said, give me the place and I'll come and see. But we didn't have place. So I was just like, girl, you'll have to wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll take your contacts. We're but you'll, a little bit ahead. Exactly. We're a little bit ahead, but we'll have to wait. And then she hooked us up with the architect because she, like, she has kind of her own business. And then it was just like a domino effect, like meeting people and everything. We still didn't have the place. Looking for the place was the challenge. We were looking. That's where I knew that this was a confirmation. Because although I still got the dream, there's still this little voice that's like, are you sure? You know, like, are you sure this is what God wants for you? So the confirmation, we were looking for a place. We wanted to go downtown, but we look at the rent and the competition. So we knew that if we're coming we have to come hard. But with the budget and just the, the small vision we had, like, we can't come hard. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So what we did, we came around Blair Station and didn't find anything. When we came here, we saw this house. It was ugly, guys. Like, the house was <laughs> ugly. The front was ugly. The inside was ugly. It was like a haunted house. It wasn't haunted, but, like, <laughs> but it was just like the floor was a mess. Everything was a mess. And we contacted the owner, and we said, can we come see? We came see, guys. You guys see walls and stuff, but there was no walls. Like, it was just like an open like open space. Open space. The wood was just dirty. It was disgusting. And when we came, we looked, we looked, we looked, we looked. And we said, well, God, if this is the place for us, come firm. So when we came the next day to visit again, the owner, 
I don't know. He felt like in his heart he had to share with us his story. He's not even Christian. Like, you know, he's not Christian at all. And we were sitting and looking at business plans and, you know, and he just said, um, you know, I lost my, uh, my son a couple months ago through, uh, you know, his suicide. And I have two sons. There's one that's struggling with it because they were best friends and the other one suicide. And then he said, we didn't even know. It's not something that you could pick up that he's going through depression. He was fine at home. And then just one day he said, I'll be back. And he took his car, left, went on a lake or something and just drowned, like just went and just let go of himself. And, and they found him like after looking for him, they found him in the lake. And he said, I don't know why I'm sharing this, but I feel like I need to close the chapter because it's, it's bringing too much you know, um, heaviness on my family, on my other son, and on my wife. So I don't know. You guys are Christian. He's like, you guys are Christian, so y'all going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here's I know. He's like, here's my story. So <laughs> I was just like, yes, we are Christian. We can't do much, but what we can do is pray. So he's an, his wife was there, and we prayed. And I'm telling you guys, this guy looks like the Incredible Hulk, and he cried like a baby. That's what touched me because this guy, when he comes, you're intimidated. You're like, oh, let me have a... <laughs> you know and even me like going through the business plan I was like so <laughs> you know and he cried and it was just I felt like he just had to let it go because I think they didn't have a time to come a temps day like a, a time to close the chapter so this time was it you know and they cried and we cried with them because it was just it was, you know it was powerful and right after that he said he wiped his tears and he's just like this is your place and he went in his pocket, took the key, no joke, and says, welcome to your home. Wow. That's it. And give the key. And when he gave the key, he's like, so when are you guys starting this? <laughs> Do you guys need my help? And we were just like, we couldn't even answer him because we were like, what? What just happened, you know? So when we went in the car, you know, my mom started speaking tongue. You know? <laughs> like, like, shut up. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, okay. <laughs> okay, mom, do you? And then she was so excited and everything. And then, so basically we started working on, I was still at the job, mind you. I was still, because I still, like, you know. Yeah, you didn't want to yeah, fully let go. Exactly, kind of I, because I, I was scared. I was scared, you know, so um, I still had my job, still working. I, my job didn't know anything. I was coming, hi, good morning, how are you? <laughs> What's the numbers, what the percentage? But I had my plans. Every time I would have a break, I'd close my door and work on the website. Like, you know, it was my time of, like, work on the business and everything. Because you never worked uh, during work hours. Exactly. Never. Do it too fast, so, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, yeah, and then th this is how Holy Voice... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Tell the truth. Yes, you're right. The <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So yes. So I worked from April and Holy Voice opened in August. So five months. Five months. It took me five months to open. And really, um, if it wasn't for the people, the right people, um, for my mom, like I've never, my relationship, well, we'll talk more about it, but my relationship with my mom, God, like, oh my goodness, it, it just increased because of that. Because we cried, we were frustrated because there's still frustration, you know? And You guys um, went through that journey together. Exactly, and we're partners. It's like, so funny because yeah. I think we have a team here. A theme, because both of my guests, they're really close with their mom and yeah. really work through <laughs> 
with her mom. So this is an awesome thing yes. that really happened. Yeah. So that's how Holy Voice started. Um, it opened on August 24, 2016. Um, it was a the, one of the biggest victories for us and um yeah and we've been here for a year and a half now okay yeah yeah praise god <laughs> that's awesome um you know a lot of people who may be coming to uh the the coffee place and to holy voice might see you behind the counter smiling and uh going through your emotions but tell me what were the insecurities and the hurdle that you had to overcome not necessarily when it comes to actually holy voice but within yourself mm -hmm. the insecurities within yourself and hurdle that you had to just kind of push through you know every that voice that we're telling you you know um maybe that's not you should give up or maybe this is not going to work out what were the tools that you had to uh, the tools you had to kind of go past those insecurities and those hurdles mm. yes well one thing that you guys don't know is that in my past for a long time since i was a child people have spoken words of um it's like curse words like curse words as in like you're not gonna be nobody you're not gonna be smart and it, when it comes to the family, it's one thing. But when it comes to strangers telling you that, it hurts you even more. Because it's like, family, if you give attitude to your dad, that's the first thing he's going to say anyways. In the <laughs> Haitian community, that's only how we are. You know? Yeah, I know. It's, they just discourage you because you give an attitude, you know? <laughs> exactly. But when it's like a stranger, like, you don't know me. And that's what he says. It just brings you like oh, wow, I'm not going to be anything. Because before going to university, I went to La Cité. And the reason that I went to La Cité is not to bring nobody down who went to La Cité. Because what I'm going to say is, my mom and my dad didn't want me to go to La Cité. Why? Because for them, it's like, oh, La Cité, you can, you, can, like, you can go to university, you can go. But the reason why I went to La Cité is because I didn't have confidence in myself you know so I was just you didn't like know exactly what to do next that's true I didn't know what to do next and people were just like university is you're, they're gonna kill you like like don't go there it's too hard you know so I was just like okay let me go to La Cité but even La Cité it was hard because I was going through like my self-esteem and all the questions so regardless everything was hard and I remember at La Cité there was I, ha I was friend with um, a girl and um, she wasn't really good in class I wasn't good either but I was more like oh aware of what's going on than her you know and then um, she got her result she got um, a 52 I know it's low but she got a 52 and I got a 55 like three points more than her and then the teacher called both of us and the teacher said you know Varlene her name Sorry, Valen. Love you. Okay. Well, you don't say people's names. Yes, I am so sorry. Just in case you listen. Well, yes. So she was just like, you know, she was just like, you know, you, you will go far. You know, speaking to the girl, you, you will go far. I see you doing great things in your life. You know, just like boosting, boosting, boosting. And I was like standing there, yes. And then she turns to me and she's like, but you, I see you cleaning houses. Like, just like that. She's like, I see you cleaning houses. I don't see you going far, honestly, with your grades. But I, And then I argued with her. I was just like, but I have more than her. And she's like, nope. Yeah, but you have more, but that's just come accident it's just like a coincidence because you are not gonna do anything and i remember that day guys i left the class i had another class but i was just like ah never mind i'm not going you know i left the class i was 
crying, crying and crying because I was just like, I can't believe it. This teacher, I was in shock. And I know this, I keep on repeating about like death and suicide, but that's something that people deal with legit. You know, like when people speak things in your life for a long time, all you can do is just like, let me kill myself because there's no purpose here. You know? Yes. I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. And I remember I was like, God, When I see this bus, that next 129 bus, bus come, I'm going to jump in front of it. And I don't know what happened. And I was like at the border of the um, sidewalk. And just a lady, she came and she's like, no, don't. And she didn't even know what I was saying. Like, I wasn't speaking loud. I was like in my head, right? And she's like, don't. Come with me. Let's go in the bus together. And then she held me back, you know, and then she was just talking. She's like, why are you crying? And I told her. And when we were in the bus, she just came with like just some... I needed like a mother, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She came with comfort and helped me and everything. So um, to answer to your question, what what was the challenges? For me, it's that, you know, overcoming those thoughts, overcoming, although I have a diploma in school, that doesn't mean anything. Like the papers, yeah, good job. You know, for the Haitian community, it's like, "Ah," you know, but it's what's inside, you know? It's what, I was struggling inside. I was my worst enemy because I would do something and I'm like, no, you see, nobody's going to see it, you know? Or if I do something wrong, it's like, oh, you see? Shame of yourself. And shame would just, like, cover me. And I would be in fear and shame. And it's just, it's... So that was the what I had to overcome. Overcome those thoughts and overcome the shame. Because what I learn now is whatever mistake that I do, it's my mistake, but doesn't describe who I am as a person. It's just a mistake. But before it was... Oh, that's who Jinan is. Right. Exactly. So I had to um, overcome finding myself, yeah. my identity, who I am. So. It's, it's so funny because you, you say that, but, you know, I think a lot of people could relate to that, that uh, people who might be struggling with thoughts of suicide or thoughts of shame yeah. or thoughts that, you know, that they're maybe are not valuable yeah you know a lot of people struggle with that but like you said sometimes it's something that you have to kind of pass beyond mm-hmm. that pass beyond those thoughts mm-hmm. and still kind of continue and push in spite of right yeah and you said something super important that you are not those thoughts yes or you're not whatever you're thinking mm-hmm. you are more than that mm-hmm. and i think that's important for us to understand that no we're beyond we're more than our mistakes yes you know god calls us beyond our mistakes yes. you know in spite of our mistakes mm-hmm. you know you still have purpose you still have destiny in your life yes. in spite of what you may be going through in, a mis- in spite of the mistake that you think you've done or yes. maybe you have done or even um things that you might have done that maybe have hurt other people yes. you are not that you are not mm-hmm. your sin mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that is very yeah. very powerful and also before we go to the next question the other reason the, <clears throat> the other um the other way that you know strategy that i overcame i think taking a time for yourself like Donné, i had to take a time for myself and just <clears throat> It sounds corny, but it's true. That's what I did. I just wrote every mistake that I did and every person that I hurt and everyone that hurt me. Like, it was like like four pages. (laughs) It was so long. (laughs) And honestly, legit, like, I, I wrote it and then I... I was like on my carpet and I put it and I just like pray and pray and I confessed everything. Like from sexual, you know, relationship, from parties, from anything that I knew I was just doing to impress and not really who I am so I confessed it and by confessing it I it's like I accepted like okay yeah I did that 
okay so what <laughs> like right. i moved on you know right, right, right. Like, i could accept you, it you kind of forgave yourself Ex- i forgive myself and then for the people that i hurt although it's i didn't have the chance to call everybody but the people that i hurt the most taking that step of like calling them just freed me completely from guilt and shame and for like asking forgiveness for me hurting them it's just like just took out like something off of me you know so that helped a lot Perfect. So what advice would you give to someone that wants to quit their job and go into business? Like one, like one advice. I would say, okay, you know, the Bible says that God, um, you know, he has our projects in our hands and, you know, he handles our, how can I say, he takes care of us, you know, he takes care of our, of our projects and everything and our plans. Yeah, that's the verse. You know, God has a plan for us, but yes, God has a plan for us, but you too, you have to come up with a plan, you know, like you can't just be like, oh, God has a plan for me. Like God is just asking you, what do you like? What, what makes you happy? And sometimes God plays those things in our hearts. Sometimes we smile more with something than the other. So, so it's just being sensible what makes us happy? And once you find it, don't just, oh, let me just quit my job. Although that's what I did. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like inform yourself a little bit, you know, inform, like go get a mentor. That's one thing that I did first, you know, go get a mentor in whatever category, whatever you're going for. Get a mentor. Yeah, you said one. No, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Elaborate, elaborate. Yes, get a mentor, pray on it. And then once you f- have your confirmation, like take steps. Like don't just say, oh, I'm going to do it in 2024. You don't know what's going to happen in 2024. It's now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's now you have to act upon it. Right, you know, right. so go. If you have to get your permits, your papers, your certificate, just go for it just go and then you'll see like God will move whatever it needs to be moved and ordered for that plan to happen. And at the end of the day, don't forget the glory belongs to him. So it's not your, you know, you're not the star, you know, it's like at the end of the day, there's a purpose for it and you were saved to serve. So whatever you're called or whatever that's in you, don't forget that you are serving him, you know? So yeah. Awesome. And you know what? Like, something uh, a saying that comes to me is like when god gives you the vision he gives you as well the provision, the provision for it definitely. and you're like an uh, an amazing example of that you you guys came with god gave you an actual vision yeah. literally mm-hmm. <laughs> a vision and then he provided everything yes. you needed and now we're here in 2000 december 1st 2007 yes. successful business um literally packed every weekend with events um increasing in number like i like i said to you uh once i feel like this is just too small like <laughs> <laughs> it's too small i feel like and and literally i i could see you that next year <laughs> <laughs> this can be yeah. expensive. <laughs> there's like there's a lot of partnership. Yeah. I, I feel like you're gonna have a lot of partnership with different uh people in um in the city. So um just uh before we go into our funny lightning round questions, um just one um one more question. Uh uh what is your favorite scripture? That scripture like when you know you're feeling down or you're not sure about yourself and that go to scripture. Okay. I have two two but i don't know if they're connected well anyways i have to yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. um i know it in french but no vas-y, yeah. vas-y en okay. um, je connais les plans que j'ai formés pour toi uh, the project de, de bonheur et non de malheur pour te donner un avenir de l'espérance so i know the project that i have for you project of yeah plan, plan sorry yes and then the other one 
I am the head and not the tail. I'm the first and I'm not the last. So that I always repeat that to myself to remember, especially when you get attacks and and not necessarily like, oh, demons or devils, you know, especially Haitians. Like, oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> <You guys laughs> like everything is like too like too much, you know, like not, <laughs> you know, it's just like, yes, they exist. But like, can we just focus on, you know, right, right, right. yes, exactly. Yes. Um, yes. Not just that, but it's just it's like friends, family, you know, starting a business or anything. Like sometimes your friend will just leave you, you know, they'll leave you. Why? Jealousy. Um, I don't know. Misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. Whatever the reason, you know. And I had I had friends that, that left me and they don't talk to me. But I made new friends too. So there's the good and the bad, you know. And there's family that don't talk to you. That I have family never, member that never stepped here, you know, never stepped here till this day. And it's okay. So I have to remind myself, okay, I'm the head. I'm not the tail. I'm the first. I'm not the last. And, you know, God has a plan to prosper me. And I have to remind myself. And those are the verses that help me. That's awesome. All right. So now we're going to go to our funny lightning round questions. Yes. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. This is going to go fast. Okay. So going to the movies or Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you like to stay home? Homebody. Yeah, it's my couch. <laughs> it's comfortable. <laughs> okay, texting or talking on the phone? Oh, texting, because I can think before I answer. <laughs> because sometimes someone texts you and you're like, nah, I need you. <laughs> yes, I, Let it go. <laughs> another five days. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Favorite artists of the 90s? Oh, artists, um, music or? Music, anything. Or, yeah, let's say music. Okay, I'm very a soulful type of person. I like um, 90s. I don't know if she's 90s, but the Fugees, Lauren Hill, um, Whitney Houston. I'm more like those type of... Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, yes. so uh, what did you want to be when you grew, uh, grew up? Like, what, what did you want to be when you... Yes, definitely not a business owner. <laughs> that wasn't my plan at all. Um, actually, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if I wanted to be anything. I was just like, oh, I, like, I just was doing everything. I was just like, oh, let me try this. Let me try that. Let me try this and see what it does. You know. So, um, I wanted to be like my mom, like because she's a teacher. You know, she's a teacher, and she she would teach us at home, and I would see how she interacts with the kids. So I was just like, oh, I want to be like her. But then I went to the school, and I'm like, that's not my ministry. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, that's too much kids to handle. <laughs> so um, I think, I know, right? So I think I put my, you know, I was just putting my feet everywhere to see what works, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what, was, uh, where, what is your biggest pet peeve? My pet peeve? Oh, wow. Pet peeve is something that annoys you. Annoys me? Oh, my goodness. That's a good question. What annoys me? What annoys me? I, I guess it has to happen, and I'll be like, I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> because at this moment, I can't think. You can't think of Yeah, anything. but I, it has to happen. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm annoyed. Yeah. All right, we'll come back to it later. Yes. <laughs> if you had a chance to go back and speak to your younger self, what would you say? Oh, that's a good question. If I could go back to Jenna. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to imagine Janan that is 13, 14 years old because that was one of the hardest time for me because that's when I went through, you know, breakups and, you know, all that shenanigans in high school and being bullied. So um, what I would say is just be yourself. 
Stop wearing everybody's coat. Wear your own coat. Yeah, wear your own coat. You know, be yourself. If if you're artistic, be artistic. If you like to talk, talk. You know, like I used to like, oh no, I'm not gonna talk. I'm gonna you know, like I'm gonna You let care what talk. other people thought. Exactly. Right. And just like wear your own coat. Like stop the other coat don't fit you. Wear yours. Awesome. Yes. And the last question is Yes. Janan is um okay Jinnan is ambitious um a woman of God she is full of life um she will do great things by the grace of God and um yeah she's a dope chick what's up (laughs) (laughs) So tell us where people could uh, find you. Tell us the website of the Holy Voice and, yes. um, and the address and where they could and what could they expect when they come here at Holy Voice. Yes, definitely. So you can find me at www.holyvoicecoffee.com. You can also follow me, well, follow Holy Voice on Facebook, on Instagram. We post events, um, pictures, or anything basically that has to do with Holy Voice. Also, you can visit us at 1109 Serville Road. If you have questions, you can call me at 613-695-1109. And when you walk in, I guarantee fresh coffee, delicious food, and a beautiful smile. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Praise God. (laughs) More and more to come on the Naomi Aislinn Show. Check it out on the web. NaomiAislin.com